welcome to Dance Matters Podcast. Now you guys all know that we are a mother-daughter team and I started this with Charlie in order to become more involved in her life and to learn more about her passion, which is of course dancing. Back at the very beginning, I asked you Charlie who you wanted to come on our podcast as a guest. Do you remember what your immediate response was? Yes, of course. I said that I wanted to interview all the people from the next step. And do you remember what my response to you was? You said there was no way you would be able to make that happen. Well, I know we have lots of dance mums listening to this and I'm sure you will all back me up when I say, as a parent, we want to make all our kids' dreams and wishes come true. So whilst I thought there was actually no chance on earth that I could make that happen, I also knew that I was going to try my absolute best to make her dreams come true. Well today, Charlie, I am about to make all of your dreams come true. I'm so excited, this is the best thing ever. Today, we are bringing you our first Next Step guest. Today we have the absolute pleasure of interviewing Dylan Rapsler. Dylan was an actress on the television show, The Next Step, for season five and six, and today she joins us for a chat. Welcome, Dylan. Dylan, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. Charlie's so excited. (laughs) Dylan, you're probably best known in Australia for your role as Jackie in The Next Step. Can you take us back to when you first started to dance and how old you were when you first started dancing? Yeah, so it's kind of a funny story. I started dancing when I was three because my sister was in it. But to be honest, I was a bit of a fiery child, to say the least. I got in trouble lots and my parents really didn't know what to do with me. So they were like, okay, this can't happen for much longer. So how do we like put this energy into something? So they're like, let's just throw her into dance. Um, And so I did duos with Berkeley, who's my sister. And it was the weirdest thing. I just channeled all my like anger and fieriness, I guess, into dance. And it was basically my old for emotions. And how old were you when you started? I was three. You were fiery right. at three? Oh, yes. I was, <laughs> yeah. My mom really didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> Where did you start your dance training and what styles were you doing? Yeah, so I'm actually from a small town called Abbotsford. So it's Aerial Dance Acro Academy, which doesn't actually exist anymore. But that's where I started everything. And I started with ballet and jazz, mostly. As you were growing up what sort of dance training did you do I pretty much did everything my mom was like let's just see what um you're good at so ballet tap hip-hop jazz lyrical and from there I kind of found a love of contemporary and actually acro which is really cool now were you competing in competitions dance competitions while you're growing up yeah totally we have these things also called festivals I don't know if you have them in Australia but like they're a bit more I guess poised than competitions so when you go for adjudication you have to line up and stand there while the adjudication kind of marks everything uh, so we did both competitions and festivals and what are some of your most memorable moments while you're competing I love this question so funny because I'm much more of a contemporary dancer now but I actually went to the world hip-hop championships which bubblegum I don't know they're from Australia and it was sweet and sour so it was, it, it was from all countries which was so cool and I remember Australia actually being like one of the best there but we actually placed seventh which was so cool because I was like us Canadians are a lot more polite than everyone else I would say so hip-hop wasn't maybe our strong suit but that was so cool that we got to compete against everyone and the fact that we managed to get seventh was really cool and then also with these festivals you can get nominated for provincial rep so when I was 12 I got to go to the provincials and I actually won it in my age category which was I think it was 11 to 13 so I was in the middle which is really cool to like win it kind of not as the youngest one but also not as the oldest one which was really cool yeah so were you competing in solos did you also have troop kind of competitions where you danced in a group yeah so 
it's I love that you call them troops because also in the next step they're called troops yeah. but in real life we just call them like group competitions okay. which is so weird. I think troops sound so much more fun so yeah solos duos trios groups pretty much everything honestly <laughs> And what was your favorite to do? When I was younger, I would definitely say solos because I had so much energy. I was like, I'm a star. It's my time to shine. But then as I got older, I really loved that sense of being with a lot of people and like kind of winning with a group and not just by yourself. So I would say like I transitioned more into liking being with a group more, I would say. Now, I don't know if you even have these over there, but did you go to a normal kind of high school or did you go to a performing arts dance kind of high school? Yeah. So when I was in middle school, actually, I went to like, a kind of a traditional school and then I I ended up missing like 30 days in grade six because of dance competitions so I wasn't at school much so I was like hey we need to figure this out so I actually transitioned into online school and so I did that basically from grade seven to when I graduated and it allowed me to graduate a year early which was like really amazing so I could strictly focus on dance had you moved to another dance school at that point i had moved to one in chilliwack which is also also a small town just outside of abbotsford so 30 minutes and then as soon as i started going online i went independent is kind of what i called it so we have like um different drop-in studios so i would train mostly there and then do more like ballet private training and kind of that so i would call it independent yeah okay so you didn't belong to a specific studio, but you could go and drop into different ones? Yes, totally. That's okay, exactly. that's pretty cool. How many hours a week would you say you were dance training whilst you were still at school? Oh, 25 plus hours probably, I would say. It was pretty serious around age 13, I would say. And so that online school just allowed me to even dance even more than 25 hours. So pretty much danced my whole life then. <laughs> and how old were you when you first got the role on The Next Step? I was 15, which seems so crazy because I'm like 19 now but I just turned 19 actually so I feel like I was such a baby back then but oh gosh it's a long time ago four years (laughs) and how did that role come about so yeah this is another crazy story so I had auditioned for season four like via self-tape so you kind of just film yourself dancing kind of tell them a little bit about yourself and obviously I didn't get the role because I wasn't on season four but Then the opportunity came around season five and I actually was on vacation and my mom's like, just do it again. Like, it'll be a great experience. And I was so mad at her. I was like, this is my time to relax. (laughs) So like, this this is like a great lesson to always listen to your moms because they're right usually. But yeah, I just was so mad, but I just like threw together a little dance and they called me, they're like, can you fly up to Toronto, which is five hours from Vancouver, and it's so expensive to fly within Canada, so I was just like, I don't know, I can't put the money out right now, and they're like, that's okay, and then a couple days later, they were like, can you Skype with us, and I was like, perfect, so I Skyped with the producers, kind of just talked with them, told them, like, my personality, what I like to do, next day, they're like, okay, we're gonna fly you up to Toronto, meanwhile, my parents were in Turkey, for their like anniversary and they're like how do we get her she needs a guardian she's 15 so I called my old dance teacher and she basically got off work we got onto a plane it was like maybe like 24 hours later flew to Toronto I did a quick audition there flew back and found out that I needed to move out to Toronto for two months and I needed to leave in like two weeks or something so we had to find an apartment and everything so it was like a process of five days kind of where I found out I booked the 
job and then I had no time to find an apartment but it was the best experience ever. So then did you have to move away from home? Yeah so it was two months but since I was 15 I needed to have a guardian so my mom moved for two months with me so it was kind of a split family kind of thing but they actually came and visited me for I think it was 10 days there so yeah. So two months was that how long you were filming for or was that like preparation? Yeah so we usually have about two weeks of prep and choreo so the writers will basically say these are the dances these are the people that we think are in the dances and we'll have two weeks of where we kind of just put something together like it'll definitely change because the they always want something different or when the time comes it doesn't actually work on set so we call it kind of a skeleton week so there's two weeks of that and then the rest of the weeks we're shooting and filming yeah so a whole season is done in two months yeah well it depends season six was three months so okay. it totally we had i think it was 20 episodes in season five and then we had an extra four or five episodes it was in season six so depending on the episode range that kind of determines how long you'll be filming for yeah right what is it actually like filming on the next step oh it's honestly amazing I like have never experienced anything like that I had never really been on set I had done little commercials before but this was unlike anything the first day I found out I had to do a duo with Miles Ehrlich which to me was like my dance idol and I'm like you're kidding my first rehearsal I have to do with Miles as and I had no idea he was my love interest either and so I'm like free you know but literally they were the most he especially is just the most humble person ever and you're constantly inspired because like you've Briar, Alex, Miles who've already done so many things in their life and you just watch them dance and you're constantly inspired but they also bring you along the process and they taught me everything and taught me like set lingo and all that which is just awesome. So this was pretty much your first voyage into TV? Yeah, it was. I mean, other than the little commercials, I did like an Elmo Tickle Hands commercial and a For Real Friend. But as far as film goes, that was it. <laughs> that was like my first big thing, I would say. And how much actual dancing as opposed to acting do you think is involved in filming? I would say we have about two or three days of dancing a week. Plus sometimes, especially for regionals, we usually have eight-hour rehearsals on the weekend. So we'll film five days in a row, two or three will be dancing days. And then on the weekend, usually a Saturday or sometimes full Saturday and Sunday, we have eight hour rehearsal times of kind of doing all the regional dances because that takes probably the longest time. And do they get a lot of good choreographers in? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's top notch. I know. I think Stacey Tukey came on for one season and like that is an amazing choreographer and Leon Blackwood and Amy Wright herself, who is the top choreographer and she sees everything and that's why all the dances are just so visually amazing is because she just creates it all for us. Now do you prefer the dancing or the acting side of it? I think okay so it's so hard to choose because I've been dancing since I was three and acting was so new so I was more comfortable with dancing and like that's my first love but being able to act as well was such a, an amazing experience and I still continue to try to act today so it definitely gave me a new love but I think dance trumps acting for me to be honest I think because I've just been doing it for so long. Now because of the way the show The Next Step is set up I feel like a lot of kids get confused between the fact that you're actually actors playing a role. How often do you get called Jackie on the street? Oh all the time and I mean I just respond to it now even okay it's a funny thing in my house because Jackie's much more mean than me so if I ever get sassy my mom says Jackie needs to go back we need Dylan. (laughs) So, like, she creates kind of a joke out of it. but And so many people think that I and Miles are, like, dating. Yeah. Which is so funny because I'm like, no, like, he's actually dating Briar. And, like, 
So yeah, it happens often, I would say. (laughs) When you were going for your job on The Next Step, was there a particular character you had in mind or it was just any role at all? Yeah, I was just grateful for the role and I I just found out my name when I booked it. They're like, you get Jackie. And I was like, sweet. And like, I just like had no idea. And then I started reading the script. I'm like, oh, she's a little sassy. Like, she likes to play competitive for sure. (laughs) Now, I also just found out that you were in Descendants 3. What role did you play in that? Yeah, so I got to be an Oridon dancer. So I got to kind of be the good side of Descendants, which was really fun. And yeah, we were basically in the final number, which was quite a production. What was being on that set like? It was very similar to the next set with like the rehearsal time. It was actually two months of rehearsals and all that, which is crazy for one One number. Yeah. Which like, there's more time. Next up is pretty fast paced where like this one is they got a big budget. They can take their time. We had like this big dragon. We had a green screen, a whole castle. So everything was amplified. And then we actually got to rehearse with the cast, which those cast, that was my like Disney like, idols. I was, I watched you guys like when I was young. So like for me, I felt like such a fangirl on the set. Cause I was like, oh, this is who I watched on TV. And now I get to dance beside them, which was such an incredible experience. Yeah, how awesome is that? Who have been your favourite choreographers that you've worked with? Well, of course, Amy Wright from The Next Step, Leon Blackwood. I actually got to do a solo with Mark Miesmer. I don't know who, if you know who he is, but he works on Break the Floor Productions, which Nubo, so it's all those dance conventions. So I did a solo with him, and he's one of the most positive people ever. And then I also got to assist Blake McGrath's convention VIP dance events and there's so many choreographers but Blake himself is just a genius and so working with him like it really pushed me to be my best. Now who are some of your inspirations? I love this question because everyone on the next step inspires me so much and I find it so awesome that all my friends can inspire me so much. I love looking up to people but I um that I don't know but like just being able to always constantly be around inspiration is just awesome because you're always pushing yourself so Briar, Alex, but I would say if I don't know them Philip Shabib is awesome and also I've actually became close with Autumn Miller she's pretty awesome she has her own YouTube channel and so she really inspires me as well yeah awesome have you faced any challenges in your young life so far (laughs) yeah I mean online school itself was such a challenge at first because my mom said basically like she's not a teacher so she was like if you're doing this like you're doing this on your own which I found it very beneficial but to start off I'm like hey I need to not get behind and then kind of to add on to that it made me grow up a lot so with all these experiences happening like I had to basically be an adult. I had to start paying taxes at 15 years old. And so with all of this, I'm not going to say fame or at all, but with all this kind of acknowledgement, I guess there's a lot of responsibilities. And so I had to really grow up, but I wouldn't change it for the world because I love the fact that how mature I can be and how like I can really set goals for myself because I think all my past experiences really created who I am today. And so, yeah, I think overall, through all the challenges, it just made me grow up, which can be looked at a negative way, I would say. But for me, like, I took it as a positive. This is amazing. I get to, like, be 20 years old at 15 kind of thing. (laughs) What sort of dance training would you do now on a weekly basis to maintain your skills? Normally, um, I do ballet privates, and I kind of continue my training in the drop-in studios. So I wouldn't say I'm um, in those tech classes as much. It's more choreography classes. But I continually push myself at home in technique-wise, and I kind of put myself through a technique class, I would say. 
as someone who's past high school age, can you still go to different choreographers' classes? Yeah, totally. I mean, there's a lot of options where I am, a lot of drop-in classes. Mm -hmm. So that's been amazing. And I know a couple studios that I teach at, they're always saying, like, you can take class if you want to. Like, I know I teach a lot of the kids, but I find you can always learn something from a class. So no matter what, even if I teach at the studio, they're always willing to let me take the class as well, which is great. So is that what you're kind of doing for a job at the moment, teaching dance classes? Yeah, I've actually really found the love of teaching, which is awesome, especially in this time I've been doing Zoom calls Mm -hmm. with a bunch of my students. And so ultimately, I would love to travel and teach would be kind of the dream. So I'm really just trying to get those tools in my tool belt of teaching, like kind of getting everything I need to learn about it and just trying to take off of that. What are some of the styles that you teach? Uh, I teach mostly contemporary. Mm -hmm. I teach a little bit of ballet and acro. I find there's such a need for acro, which is kind of crazy because I feel like it's a lost art form. A lot of people are like gymnastics or nothing. And I think us dancers really need the challenge of like learning tricks. So I've been finding there's a huge need for that. So I'm trying to fill that spot I would say. Awesome. Now you did come to Australia with the Next Step Tour. Do you see any difference in Australian dancers versus Canadian dancers? Yeah I feel like us Canadian people are way too nice like it's such a stereotype but really we're so shy like in a class we'll be like oh no you can go forward and like I find Australia just has that little fire behind them. I actually met Sienna which I think she was born. Yeah. Yeah she's awesome and she when she met us she was so forward she knew what she wanted and watching her dance you could tell like she just had a goal in mind whereas I think we're a little bit more laid back here so I think that's probably the major difference and I think us Canadians can take note from you guys in that way because I think we need a bit more of that (laughs) do you have any relationship with the actor of Davis oh yeah she's my sister so crazy right I mean I think they were talking about Jackie having a brother and I was like guys I have a sister who dances and can act like this is easy casting for you guys so yeah we're actually sisters so blonde jackie is really jackie's sister (laughs) and you know what's so funny is that she dyes her hair blonde so technically we're like the same hair color (laughs) what is your favorite style to dance i think i would say contemporary and acro combined fusion (laughs) what is your favorite acro trick to perform i have so many right now i've been working on my 540 so that's been one that i really like i just got a slant gainer i like a rise i also just like a classic back handspring so like i like a lot of things (laughs) what are the similarities between you and your character jack yeah so like i was saying they take a lot of um things that we do and kind of implement that in our character and so what they did with me is like I'm a very competitive person and again I'm very fiery I'm not mean but they just kind of took that competitiveness and like times to buy a million basically to create the character Jackie but yeah we're super similar in the way that we're really competitive and we know what we want what would be the main differences between you and your character so yeah the fact that she's maybe a little too mean for my liking <laughs> and also like I would never put dance over like in a, re- a relationship I would say like, I'd way rather have a relationship with my friends and say like no I need to be you kind of thing <laughs> so yeah I would definitely like want to have more friends than have dance kind of take over my life I would say <laughs> Who is your favorite person to hang out with on the next step? Okay, this is such a hard question because everyone, but I actually got to be roommates with Alex who plays Piper on the show. Mm -hmm. So I just got to spend more time with her and I actually recently just surprised her in Toronto, which was so fun. I hadn't seen her since the tour. So that would have been like six months ago and we were just missing each other a lot. So I just surprised her. Yeah, I would probably say her. Who is the funniest person on set? Oh, hands down Isaiah. 
He, like, his character is such a goofball on the show, and that's exactly what it is in real life. He will never stop making us laugh. <laughs> what has been your favorite scene you have filmed? Okay, the cake fight scene. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> oh, it was so fun. The, the fir- Do you know what's funny? Because they're like, we got one cake, like, where we got to get this right one. So we did one with just the pretzels and the chips and whatever. So, like, that was fun. But as soon as the cake came in play... <laughs> It, no one was safe. It was like everyone was like has an open shot. And when Julian put his his own like cake in his face was so funny because hands down my favorite scene. <laughs> now we have only had season six in Australia. Is it true your character doesn't come back in season seven? I actually can't say much about season seven. I'm not allowed to, but I can say there's going to be lots of drama like always. And watching my friends, I'm so proud of them. It's such a great season. So I got to keep my lips sealed, but you're not going to want to miss it. (laughs) Do you ever go back and watch episodes you have been in? Yeah. Do you know what's so funny? I think I just did this the other day and I watched season five and I I look so young. Like it's fun comparing (laughs) myself and like how much I've improved, but also I'm like, wow, I was more flexible back then and all that. So I do love watching it back and it also helps me kind of gauge where, okay, I need to get better at this. Okay, I got better at that. That's awesome. And acting-wise, too. The difference between five and six, I was like, I did not know how to act in season five. (laughs) What advice would you give to someone like me who wants to one day be as good as you? I would say dream big, but also create goals that you can kind of accomplish weekly. So you always have like that overarching goal of like, okay, let's say you're at three periods and you want to get eight by the end of the year. Each week, say, I know it's a big goal. (laughs) daunting to be like okay I need to get that far so what I do is a weekly checklist okay let's try three and a quarter okay next week three and a half and creating these like mini goals along the way will get you to that goal and that way you can always feel proud of yourself and not say oh I'm not there yet but you're always proud of yourself and another thing is sometimes you are your biggest enemy we always tell ourselves that we can't do things and I just tell this my brain just gotta shut off sometimes and I think if you believe it you can do it you can accomplish anything that you want if you truly believe in yourself that you can do it now pre-isolation what were you working on what were you getting up to pre-isolation it feels so long ago um lots of teaching and acting classes just trying to improve all of my skills I would say and yeah auditioning lots too I got a lot of acting auditions which was so fun so definitely different for me than the dancing side so what does the current situation mean for you you're at home you're doing some zoom classes yeah zoom classes and it's great family time because my brother actually he goes to school on the island which is about an hour and a half ferry ride so I only see him three to four times a year and he's actually younger than me so that's pretty crazy because he's only in grade 11 and then my sister and I are always popping in out of the house doing crazy things so for us we haven't had this family time in probably three years which is pretty insane for us so it was tough getting used to it because we felt like we were always in each other's space but now I so appreciate the family time. And also I'm trying a bunch of different things that I haven't tried before. I'm doing some tie-dyeing and I'm also like learning new acro skills and all that. I'm pretty much just like putting myself out there in so many ways and trying to get a lot done in this time. So in the area you live in at the moment, is there much opportunity for jobs, for acting jobs, or do you need to travel a bit? Well, I have an hour drive into Vancouver, which is kind of like the big city for us, but Honestly, the work here is like insane. I've never seen it so busy. So although it's not my favorite driving an hour for like a five minute audition, I wouldn't change it because the auditions here are incredible. There's like Riverdale, there's a bunch of Disney movies and they're constantly happening. So 
there are a lot of opportunities where I live, which is an hour outside from where it's all happening. But yeah. <laughs> nice to not be right in the middle of it all. Totally, yes. <laughs> so what are your goals and dreams for the future now? Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure that out myself, but I think I really have found this love for teaching and honestly I'd love to be able to travel and teach. Watching those convention teachers, like it just seems like something I'd love to do. And I also love teaching little kids as well. So not only traveling, but also finding home studios where I can teach. And then still trying to book dance jobs, commercial jobs. I love being on set, so I wouldn't want to stop that. I want to do that for as long as I can until I can't dance anymore. (laughs) But yeah, I would say just keep doing what I'm doing, but then also try to travel more with it, I would say. Now, Dylan, I can't thank you enough for answering my message. When Charlie and I first started this... I said, who do you want as guests on our podcast? And she goes, oh, the people from The Next Step. (laughs) And my response was, you've got to be kidding me, mate. I'm talking local (laughs) dance teachers. I'm talking, you know, local choreographers. And you have actually made all of her dreams come true. Without people like you, like, I would not be here. Honestly, without my, like, fans or I don't even like to call them fans, just, like, my friends, honestly, I would not be where I am. So meeting people like this from, like, halfway across the world, the fact that I get to do that, it's so humbling every day and so like getting to do this is truly amazing for me as well so like, don't just think you're just special like I feel so special like meeting you guys and you wanting me to even be on your podcast so it's so cool of course you've made all her dreams come true thank you so much for being such a lovely guest thank you for having me you know, I had so much fun I had so much fun too thank you so much Dylan for joining us You have absolutely made all my dreams come true. I'm so thrilled, Charlie, that I was able to help you realise one of your dreams. And what's even better, we have even more guests from The Next Step coming your way. That is the best news ever. I hope you have all enjoyed this episode and you are enjoying all of the episodes we are bringing you. You can find all our past episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and make sure you DM us with any feedback or suggestions for future guests. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to take advantage of our special discount code for Stretch Ladder product. Use the code DMP20 at the checkout for 15% off all of your stretch ladders and handstand boards. Only available for the month of May. So get in there and grab one to help you train at home. We hope you have all enjoyed this episode as much as we have enjoyed bringing it to you. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.